0: with a loot box free guarantee it's the life is casual gamers podcast hello and welcome to another episode of the lacg podcast i'm your host matt and i swear i'm going to get around to playing far cry again i promise (laughs) each week for the last few weeks i've been saying "Oh, i'm about halfway done and i still haven't gotten around to finishing it keep saying it'll be soon another week No playing Far Cry New Dawn, but I'll finish it and I will get back to you when I do on a full review over that. If you've beat it already and if you've beat it before me, let me know what you thought about it. Just please, no spoilers. And I do want to give a quick update to start the show off. Last week we were talking pretty heavily about this game called Rape Day. It was causing some waves because it was being set to release on Steam in April. And, well, the big thing was the fact that it was going to be released on Steam, which is a massive publisher that everyone has access to. And the whole debate was over, you know, censorship and whatnot. They kind of dropped their censorship rules and allowed adult games on Steam as long as you were over the age of 18. Well, it looks like with all of the petitions and whatnot, they've... Actually, taken down Rape Day, so it will not be on Steam come April. And actually, I saw this article from PC Gamer about that, and it was pretty interesting. I'm looking for it now. So I had a little bit of trouble finding it here, but I just found it now, and this article's headline, Valve, doesn't seem to stand for much anymore, and the take that they took on it was that uh, they didn't immediately say that the game was unacceptable and allowed it until basically people spoke up about it. When they decided not to sell the game, they didn't decide it was because it would be the right thing to do not to sell it, but because it would possess unknown costs and risks so pc gamer i actually have to applaud them here is they're standing up to the fact that well you know what this shouldn't have just kind of been shrugged off you should stand for something and that this should matter and this is crossing a line and i actually agree with this article Steam really should have just spoken up right from the bat and said, no, you know what, we're not going to put this on. It shouldn't have had to have gone to the point where we had a couple of days of people starting up online petitions and mass outrage before they said, okay, you know what, maybe this is bad, let's take it down. There might be some unintended consequences from this game, so we, we won't sell it. It should have been like, oh, hey, you want to put this game onto our platform? No. This crosses a line. Hell no. You wouldn't have even been able to put up something even remotely close to being sexual on Steam a year ago. Everything is censored. And, well, now Steam has dropped their... I guess, policies on adult games being on their platform and they allow for them now, but there's a difference between adult and right. There really is. And I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole, because I can be here all day talking about this, but just wanted to give you an update that Steam did eventually do the right thing and take it down, so pretty happy about that, and I'm happy about all of the gamers that stepped up and said, no, this is unacceptable, because I was seeing a whole bunch of threads where some people were just saying, well, it's just a video game. Well, no, it's more than that to a lot of people. I get it. If you don't like it, don't play it. But at the same time, no, it's the fact that it's on Steam. That's where, like, the game shouldn't be invented to begin with. Morally, it should have never been invented. But, hey, people are going to do things like this, and it's up to Steam to say, no, I don't want this on my platform. Because if they don't, then it's like saying, hey, okay, fine. We agree with this being on our platform, and that's also not right. You shouldn't. And I'm glad that people stood up and said, no, this is wrong. Get rid of this. And they said, all right, and they did it. So, the end of the day, whatever it took, doesn't matter. This game isn't going to be getting out there, and especially on a marketplace like Steam. And before we get into this week's gaming news, I also do want to discuss another controversial video game topic. The link between gaming and violence. Is there one? Sit on that for a moment. Is there a link between violence and playing video games? Because each and every single time there's some sort of violent act, like a school shooting or anything like that happening in the States. Of course, video games have been the number one scapegoat for years. You know, back when Atari was around when we were playing 8-bit video games, they blamed violence on video games. I don't like I understand how you could possibly want to make that link and try to put that link with the games that we have now like Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. But I mean, you kind of lose your argument when you were saying that Super Mario (laughs) causes violence. And well, hey, finally, gamers, we do have solid scientific proof with a recent study that says there is not one link between violent video games and aggression. There's no correlation according to this study. It was a deeper study. It studied the behavior of 1,004 teens after multiple tests. They found not one of them got aggressive when playing violent video games. You know what's funny is I find that violent video games often tend to be the most therapeutic. I feel like the more violent video games you play, the less likely you're going to be To go out there and be aggressive. Because you're letting out your aggression into that game. Because video games for a lot of people can be considered a therapy. And multiple studies have shown that. Multiple studies have shown that video games are good for your brain. They're good for your hand-eye coordination. They're good for a lot of things. Video games are really good. It's It's a pretty good hobby to have. Considering no one gets hurt with... Video games. No one really does. Unless you're whipping your controller at the TV and it bounces off the TV and hits you in the head. (laughs) Which I'm sure has happened to some people. But then again, the only person that you're hurting is yourself. Sitting at home on the couch playing video games never hurt anyone. There's no significant link between violence and gaming. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your uncle. Tell whoever's bothering you. Hey. Tell your local politicians, too, if you need to. <laughs> okay, so now that that's out of the way, let's get on to this week in gaming news. New news. Anthem players haven't been too happy with Bioware. We know this. But they're doing what they can to get in your good graces. An update came out on March 9th for Anthem, and it patched some bugs, but it did create some new ones. But hey, Chad Robertson, he's the head of live service for BioWare, and he's put out a statement saying that in the next few months, they're expecting to make significant changes, whatever that means, but they're starting with some incremental ones right now, so we can better navigate that evolution. Our goal is to ensure the best possible player experience, is what he says. Before the March 9th patch, players were getting legendary drops, On weapon skins and weapons. And that actually got fixed in the patch. But that's now what the backlash is all about. People aren't happy. They want their legendary drops. So I believe that Anthem will be looking towards bringing that back. And making legendary drops a thing again. Which would be nice. What really should be done though is. Making sure that your PlayStation isn't crashing while playing the game. But hey. Legendary skins, right? Apex Legends, still the most talked about game right now. And after they passed the 50 million player mark, they decided to talk to fans on Reddit and let us know what's going on behind the curtain. They announced that they've been dealing with cheaters a lot. They've banned over 355,000 players on PC. I did not realize that this game already had that many cheaters. So they're going to continue on working on keeping cheaters off the game including adding a report button, but they won't really go into too much detail on what exactly they are doing because they don't want the cheaters and hackers to know in advance what they're doing. They don't basically they don't want to give them a head start to counteract any preventative measures that they install for cheaters. So, I guess that's good. Keep doing what you're doing. Let's get those cheaters out of there because they really ruin the fun for everyone. They'll also be working with AMD and others to help improve the stability of the game for PC players and prevent crashes. Anthem, take note. (laughs) Although, if your game does crash, you will still be out of luck as they say that they are not working on a reconnect feature because they say that they think it can be abused. So they'd rather work on smoothing out the game so crashes aren't an issue. Which is understandable, but sometimes it's not necessarily the game. It could be a quick drop in internet connection or whatever, where a reconnect feature is always nice in any online game. So, hopefully, later on down the line, they work on a reconnect feature. But as of right now, it is not something that they're even touching. And Apex Legends, on the topic of them, one Reddit data miner has actually leaked what could be eight new characters. Pretty exciting stuff. We got the icons, concept art, and the names on a list. The only thing that we don't know is what their abilities will be. I'm not going to lie. Seeing the fact that they have eight new characters possibly coming does make me kind of want to play more Apex. I feel like Respawn should flat out come on out and say, hey, look, we're working on creating eight new characters. Because I haven't played Apex In more than a week, even though people have been inviting me to play, I've been turning down those invitations to play something else or do something else because I don't know why. But I caught the Apex buzz when it first came out, but now I just kind of, maybe it's because it's really hard to win for me because I'm such a casual. (laughs) There's no incentive. There's no reward for me because I'm never winning. And of course, if you haven't jumped on the Apex Legends bandwagon yet and you're still grinding Fortnite, the 8.10 update has added a giant hamster ball and free vending machines. You can find the hamster ball at outposts and pirate camp loot stashes and use it as a vehicle with a boost and a grapple. And while people are shooting at you, you'll actually be protected for a while. The hamster ball has 300 health. And if you want to play Apex Legends on your phone, there may not be an app But you can still do it. PS4 has a new update, and it allows your iOS devices to connect to remote play. No more pausing your Far Cry session to take a 10-minute washroom break. You can play in the washroom. (laughs) I couldn't imagine playing a PS4 game on mobile. I can't think of a game in my head that I would want to play on mobile. But then again, I also can't really play mobile games. I just, I can't. I don't know what it is. My phone is my phone, and then my PS4 and my PC are my gaming systems. There's not too much in gaming news this week. That just about wraps it up. So let's move on over to our next segment, Geek Out, Freak Out. Geek Out, Freak Out. Like I said in our last episode, we're moving on Geek out, freak out, to strictly video games for the most part. In this episode, talking about Rocket League. Okay, so I've been playing Rocket League for some time now. Still not very good, but it's a fun game to play as a casual. I've always said that it is the perfect casual game. Five-minute game length. It's competitive, but not entirely competitive. I mean, it can be toxic, but it's fun each and every single match that you go into, and you don't really need to put too much commitment into it, especially to even have fun. So, me and my friends discovered Rumble, which is a bonus mode in Rocket League. Typically, we stick to the 3v3 competitive games, but Rumble is a bonus mode where you get, like, superpowers, and you get a new power every 10 seconds, and you can use it to your team's advantage. So, you can punch the ball, you can kick a person on the other team... You can get spikes on your car the ball will stick to, and you can just drive straight into the net and get a goal. You can teleport and switch positions with other players. It all really depends on the drop of power that you get each 10 seconds. It's really, really cool. It's a cool concept. It completely changes the game. It's really fun with friends. And honestly, even when I lose... I feel like I'm having so much fun using the powers that it kind of lightens up the game and takes a little bit of the competitiveness out of the game where it strictly goes to fun. And I'm all about that and focusing on the fun of the game and just chilling and having a good time. You need that. You know, I like having my competitive games and competitive matchups, but having a game mode that completely lightens up the game and changes the game, that is absolutely fantastic. So I'm totally loving the rumble mode on Rocket League right now. I can't believe it took me this long to discover it. I don't even know how long it's been there in the bonus modes, but totally loving it. And I think that's another reason why I haven't really been playing much of Far Cry this week is because I've been playing a lot of Rocket League between competitive and between Rumble. So if you have Rocket League and you've yet to wander on over to the bonus modes, go and check out Rumble. It will be a whole ton of fun. Believe me. So that's it. Done geeking out over that. Now time to finish off with our final segment, Thoughts and Prayers. Thoughts and Prayers. My thoughts this week are how many times will I have to say that I'm going to get back to playing Far Cry New Dawn before I actually do? And my prayers for this week? I pray that I stop being lazy and I start playing more video games. Ah, yes. I see the irony there. Not being lazy and playing more video games. Hey, you know what? We all have our different goals and ambitions in life, right? All right, that's wrapping up this week's episode of the Life is Casual Gamers podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember to follow us on social media. We got Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to your podcast. That really helps me out. So have a great rest of your day. Enjoy whatever video games you're playing right now. And good luck and have fun, you filthy casuals.